0: hey podcast world <laughs> yours truly tc here uh back for another crash course podcast have my confidant associate associate uh dj Pi
1: tron great to be here man how are we i'm i'm fantastic uh, we're we're going to
0: dive into a local course right in our backyard. Right down the street? Today. TPC Sawgrass.
1: The TPC, the Tournament Players Course at Sawgrass. The Stadium Course. Oh, the, yeah. the, I don't actually know the. the is it the Proper Tournament Players Stadium Course at Sawgrass or something like that? I don't know. It's a long it's name. The tournament
0: Players Club at Sawgrass Stadium Course. Okay.
1: I think. Sure. Who can say? Who could possibly say?
0: Um, which, before we even get started. Shout out to the Die Valley course over there. Cause that's a we, we get a lot of questions on that one. At some point we'll need to do a crash course pod on that. Yeah. You know, that's it's a great golf course. Very, very playable fun, yeah. fun course, especially the front nine. Um anyway, yeah. Tell me about uh your experience. You know, you used to you used to work for the tour. I did. Played there a lot. Um you know. So
1: that was one of the things that really sticks out when you're you're going through your interview process uh with the PJ Tour is you, you know 401k and insurance and blah 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 and uh like the bottom line item is membership to TPC Sawgrass so as someone who you know was 23 24 at the time and just a massive golf fan that was like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm gonna I'm gonna have a locker I'm gonna have I'm gonna have all this stuff this is gonna be unbelievable I've totally made it uh and that wasn't exactly exactly the case it's very nice of the PJ tour to offer uh you know any kind of access at uh, such an a place that just fucking prints money uh and that could just be full of public play all day every day but yeah it was much more like uh i think you had to make tea times you can only make tea times like up to two days in advance uh on the stadium course and all of the like anything within two days was like already full so you basically had to like take a day off of work uh in the hopes that like on that random tuesday you know by sunday night it hadn't been filled up so you had to, it was all these things that had to line up perfectly uh to actually like get a full on tea time but i'm happy to say that i did that many many times and have played it i don't even know probably 30 times at this point and uh it's a golf course that i think i've had not really like a complex relationship with but it it runs counter to a lot of uh what i love in the game it, it represents a lot of what i hate in the game um but also it's a fantastic golf course that like i'm i'm uh, in awe of every time i go out there so it's, uh, it's a
0: technical t- test of golf
1: it's a true uh it's a truly complex interesting place
0: well take me uh you know i know a lot of people are familiar with pete Dye and the history a little bit but just the broad overview
1: yeah so a lot of one thing i think is really cool and and that i love doing when i first the first couple times i went there was uh they have a lot of history up in the clubhouse and a lot of it's just kind of like a photo tour as you're as you're walking through they've got a lot of cool shit just up on the walls and and stuff they have a club from everyone who's ever won the players championship leaves a club at the clubhouse which is kind of cool to just see you know oh my gosh that's jack nicholas's actual driver that he used and seeing how Big that is compared to, you know, like Tiger's thing. Driver or yeah. Henrik's driver or whatever. Uh is just a really cool thing to see. But from the actual like, you know, logistical history of the place, it opened in nineteen eighty. Uh it was part of, you know, like many golf courses in the nineteen eighties, it was basically just a massive uh real estate play, you know. So the It's all swampland. It was all undeveloped swampland. You had uh the Fletcher brothers, Paul and Jerome Fletcher. Uh, famously sold the land or donated the land. Uh, I think it was something like 420 acres or 415 acres or something like that. Uh, download, or They uh, donated the land for a dollar. Super magnanimous. Uh, knowing full well that the real estate would be just like off the charts. They owned everything around. The- yeah, and so that's one of the things that hanging up on the wall is the, the famous dollar bill that they, uh, that they donated the land for. And so I think uh, it was a big Dean Beeman kind of... Uh, Play I think he knew you know We'll we'll build this is where our headquarters Is we will build this uh, If you build it they will come sort of situation Knowing full well that this Was going to be the home of uh, the players Championship eventually and uh, It's gone on from there To become you know I don't Know one of the five Most famous public golf Courses in the country I would say I mean I'd certainly Up there with you know it's not on the same uh, Reverential level As like a pebble beach but you know when you're talking about famous public golf courses that people know, it's it's up there with Pinehurst, it's up there with uh it gets a know, lot of reps. It gets a lot of far, it, it gets a lot of run. Yeah, it gets a lot of run. And I think we can talk about this, but I got to think uh a lot of that is due purely 100% to the outrageousness of uh 17, right? Like that's it's the easiest thing. If you if you go talk to any you know, average recreational golfer that, you know, about holes that they, what's the most famous holes that come to mind? Like 17 is going to be on their list. So it's, uh, I think it's really awesome. Like it's, it's completely ridiculous. It's completely contrived. It's whatever.
0: to our, uh, commissioner for a day podcast. They should probably lean into that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I agree. Just, uh, just put a hot tub in the middle of the green. This was, yeah, I would uh, encourage everybody to go back and listen to the, the commissioner for a day trap draw where Tron has been lobbying continuously now for, for multiple years uh, to connect the water surrounding 18 and 17 uh, to the intercoastal so that people can bring boats in there. Uh, Just really fully lean into the outrageousness. But (laughs) the point is like, it, it kind of is representative of the tour as, as a whole, right? Where it's like the, you have this kind of ostentatious marketing thing. Uh But you know, it, it's kind of worked. You can't I mean, really fault them for the it. Clubhouse is a perfect example. Exactly. And that of course, wasn't the original clubhouse. It used to be much more like Brady Bunch, 1970s, 1980s, kind of uh this like weird,
0: like squat modernist building. Yeah,
1: exactly. Kind of weird architecture. Now it's, this big, like, Venetian palace, which, of course, is, like, T- so... T- Tuscan. Oh, oh. sorry, Tuscan, which, of course, is so... Uh, just very fitting for, for Jacksonville, Florida. That's, you know, you see that stuff everywhere. Of course, it just fits in so perfectly. I'm, so, I'm kidding, before
0: we... Yeah, before we go off the rails... I don't know if that was a history of the yeah. place
1: or not. That was that was a lot of opinion injected in
0: there.
1: Um, going back to the history, I do P- think... Pete died at the golf course, yeah. too. Did I even... Did I mention that? But I yeah. do think
0: one thing is interesting about... The, the the evolution of the place is it was so much rougher on the edges and totally and very wild lines and then it's been so manic it's like probably one of the most manicured straight clean line courses on the planet
1: absolutely yeah and that's something that's kind of been lost in the uh the mythology of of the place is what it looked like when it first opened and what you know obviously what Pete Dye's original vision was for it because it looked a lot more I don't even know what you'd really compare it to like Kia. I mean Kiowa, but Kia was not like that either. Uh, It just, it was a, it looked like a jungle land. I mean, it was like so much more natural feeling than it is now. Like, I I think that's, you know, when I, I kind of said in the open, like it represents a lot of what I don't like in golf, which is when you're out there, there's, there's no shaking the feeling that like, man, a golf course, like shouldn't be here. Like, this feels really, <laughs> this doesn't feel like what this land is supposed to look like. This feels really unnatural and really, like, manufactured, and it's very cool, and it's fun, and the conditions are great and all that stuff, but, like, yeah, this doesn't feel like real life, whereas the original golf course, when you see pictures of it and video from it and stuff, it was, like, it looked a lot more scruffy and swampy and, like... Which I think would have been such very an cool.
0: interesting juxtaposition with how angular and linear the yeah the design is and then you add that stuff around the edges and it's 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 a cool cool mix of
1: totally and and i don't want to you know i don't want to have any kind of like falsehoods about uh, of course like a golf course is not ever going to be like a natural representation of what (laughs) of what the land should look like but you can you can try to make it feel a little more camouflaged in there rather than just like completely changing the entire environment and you know to flip that to to flash forward or whatever It kind of sucked right <laughs> it, totally it's like the harshest you know it's like the harshest land ever and it's just gators and snakes and marsh and it's just like it's gross uh so i i get why they changed it and also it was just hard as shit for you know the first couple of years of the tournament was like people were calling it star wars golf and like all this like you know it's just completely like it felt like lunacy to uh, a lot of these players. One thing we should mention before we get too far into it is you know the reason I'm sure people have heard this if they've watched the players but the reason they call it the stadium course is it's truly built like a stadium like all the embankments all the embankments around the greens around the tees like it is built for spectators to watch golf which it's great to watch awesome yeah. to watch golf like when you go to the tournament. It is so you're cool not, to have vantage points You're you not
0: don't, craning your neck around somebody. To yeah, play. and
1: you don't need a ton of grandstands You don't need like it's just it's it is really really cool the way that it was built and it took a lot of foresight to actually build it like that and that's where I think you have to give the tour and pete Dye and and everybody involved like a ton of credit because There clearly was was vision for what the players championship was going to turn into and I would like has turned into and so the gold standard it's the gold standard and so uh for now what's what's kind of interesting about the players is obviously the golf course doesn't look the way it used to it is like you said completely angular straight lines everything is uh it, it's kind of been augustified uh probably to
0: the driveway
1: to yeah the driveway is all you know kind of meant to look exact feel exactly like augusta it's all all these trees have been taken out it's all closely mown grass uh yeah the the augusta fetish is a little a little ridiculous to like super hardcore golf fans probably but i think to uh the general golf fan in jacksonville like i mean it's it's a big like spectacle right like i think that's your whole take so let's yeah Uh, so let's
0: talk about the course independent a little bit from Uh, From the players From the players Because I think, you know We hear a lot about it You know Everybody sees it during tournament week Or sees the commercials year round But those are filmed In the lead up to the tournament And you see exactly what it looks like Let's talk about these days Like what it, you know How is it to play? What is it to
1: Well, so I'm not going to ignore What you're saying But let me caveat it with I think that the entire Lifeblood of the place Is the tournament you yes. know what I mean? Like, I think your entire experience... So I, I totally get what you're saying. Let's say you're there in September and you're playing on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the tournament. But also, it ha- like, every square inch of everything is based on the tournament, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think when you pull into the driveway, you know, you, the f- what they want you to feel, and, and uh, rightfully so and understandably so, is you were there to play because you watched it on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's... There's only so many golf courses like that in the country that really are able to lean into so interconnected. Yeah, the, everything's interconnected, exactly. And I think you pull in and they've got the banners of the first thing you see is the banners of the past champions, right? So you're you're thinking about it immediately when you pull in. You pull and in, you, got you the see the parking spots. You, yes, they've got the parking spots reserved, which is honestly like as a young tour employee and like a young golf fan and people who I've taken there for the first time like it is kind of cool. Like Vijay Singh is literally out there practicing
0: big ass truck.
1: He's got his big ass Raptor truck. Uh, you know, now I think there's not a lot of like crazy famous golfers, no offense to Julian Surrey. <laughs> no offense to Chris Baker, uh, any of those guys, but, uh, you know, you're not going to see Furick out there practicing. You're not going to see really, there's not see a ton of other Fred like funk. really famous people that live in Jack's, but they do have... So anyways, I'm kind of walking through the whole experience here. So you pull in, you see the big dumbass clubhouse that is whatever. Casa, many many ca- people totally love... Casa de Fintra. I think it's a it's little... so
0: dark inside.
1: It's a little... Yeah, it's a little... Like it's
0: already dated and it's like 10 years old.
1: It's <laughs> a little little overcooked. But uh, the... So you drop your bags, blah, blah, blah. You uh, You go inside, check in. Let's just talk about this now. I mean, it's going to cost what like 600 bucks four nice. or five six hundred dollars depending on you know kind of which way you flex if you if you're staying at the marriott i think you get like a a different rate if you take a caddy obviously it's going to be more but it's it's going to be at least 400 dollars, i would say yeah. conservatively um which on we one hand to the pace of play on one, one hand it's like man i that's highway robbery i can't believe you would do that to human beings on the other hand it's like it is slammed full all day every day and so it's like hey man if you know maybe we don't get it yeah maybe we don't get it if you you can charge it i totally uh you're within your right to do so um so you go to the range one of the cool things i think uh is you have the front of the range back of the range uh disconnect which is all the tour pros are practicing on the back of the range. Uh, we've heard <laughs> we've heard some stories about the tour, uh, like way back in the day, trying to sell like and and this is just a very like emblematic of the old PGA tour, just trying to sell like literally everything. Everything's for sale. And one day they were they were selling uh, passes to go back and watch tour players like hit balls on the back of the range, just like zoo animals. And I forget, God, I forget which player it was uh unfortunately that kind of makes like the whole story but uh whichever player it was like just absolutely like freaked out was so furious went straight to uh went straight to uh fincham's office which is right at the end of the end of the road i don't think i mentioned that but like the two until they finish their new building the two
0: which looks like the death star
1: (laughs) (laughs) until they finish that the two like the east and west buildings of of pj tour headquarters are Right on property at TPC Sawgrass, well, unassuming office. Yes, yeah, they park just look like like dentist's office or something. Uh, but that's like where Fincham's office was. So this player went straight in past security, just like sat in Fincham's office and was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna watch you work today." And it was like, not God. I wish I could remember who it was. I feel like Jason Bone might have told this story on the podcast, but I don't think it was him. But he. Uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna watch you. Uh, I'm just gonna watch you work, man. If you're gonna sell tickets to walk, watch us work, I'm gonna just watch you work. And Fincham was like, a like, I don't know, like, who are you? What are you? What are you talking about? And B, I don't know what, like, what package is are you talking about? Like, yeah, I didn't have anything to do with that, but like, yeah, okay, cool, we'll we'll stop doing that immediately. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that's the long side story, but one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite TBC Sawgrass things. Um, but the range was just redone, like i think the range is like pretty cool they've got kind of a kind of a uh like elevated mini ish kind of like i think it's about the same distance as 17 they've got it all bulkheaded off so you can kind of like practice your shot and that's you know one thing we can talk about now is when you start on one like it's so fucking cliche and so cheesy i know but the first time you're playing there like all you're thinking about is is hitting is 17 right like it's as cheesy as that is, like that's completely in your head the whole time. And I think, I don't know. It's kind, It's like, it's kind of cool.
0: Let's uh, all right. So I do think it's funny too, on the range stuff where, you know, the tours, you know, they've, they've tried to kind of at least certain times of the year in the past, they've tried to say, all right, you're a Latino America member or you're a McKenzie tour member. You like, you can't practice back there. Yeah, I think you have conditional. You can't. It's yeah, just I think weird there's some hierarchy. hierarchy.
1: There's some disconnect on like who who's allowed to the back of the range access, who yeah. gets free balls on the front of the range with the with the general public. But yeah.
0: but uh, I think important to note too, it's unless you're unless you're a tour player with a tour player, you it is it is you pretty much you can take a caddy and and walk, but it's car path only.
1: Car path only 365 days a year,
0: and. It is. It's gonna be a six and a half hour round of golf.
1: Yeah, I mean that. It's that might be on the tippy top high end of it, but it's it's five. It's not five gonna and be under five. It's not gonna be under five for sure.
0: And the last four holes are gonna take you, <laughs> yeah, ninety minutes to play.
1: Which again, that's that's part of the. It's the give and take with the with the tournament yeah. mythology, right? Where it's like
0: that's what you're there for exactly
1: you're there to play 16 17 18 you're there to take pictures you're you're there to go see like the davis love spot in 16 and you know i guess like to a lesser extent like the ricky spot or you know any of these things you're there to take your picture on 17 and hit three balls after you wipe your first one in the water like hit three balls on 17 and 18 you're taking a picture in the fairway and all this stuff and like it's part it's almost part like uh feels like a tourist attraction kind of yeah. you know like it, it's uh it's like ride the ride yeah exactly yeah. and and is that good or bad like i don't know what's for you to decide but I, it's really fun the first time you go do it f- for sure like unquestionably it is it's super fun to go do the first time
0: all right so what's your favorite hole out there
1: um so i think there's an obvious uh, i mean i think 16 17 18 is like like they're really cool for a reason. And I don't want to be a hipster and pretend like they're not because sick, like 16 is fucking 16's awesome. Eight. It's so cool, man. And like the drive, you it's have exhilarating to hit second shot. You have to shape the drive one way. You have to shape the second shot the other way. You have to like, the green is so cool. The chance to make three to eight is completely in play. Uh, and very realistic for players of all skill levels. Uh, it's so good, man. Like I, I would be remiss to skip past sixteen just because it's exceptionally famous. I will say one that I know you would probably pick and one that I definitely love is four. Yeah. Um so I'll let you I'll let you speak to that one a little bit. It's
0: my favorite hole on the course. Uh it, again, I like I think sixteen, seventeen, eighteen are great. I think uh thirteen's outstanding. Um, yeah. the part three over the water. Yep. Back by the hotel over which there. Which
1: I think that's kind of like a low key. If you're if you're attending the tournament, that's a low key great spot to go because oh, yeah. it's way out there. So the not wind is going at all. Not a ton crazy. of fans venture out there. There's a grandstand out there. It does get hot, but luckily the the switch to March, which we can talk about in a second. Like the switch to March helps. It's it's a little cooler in May. Sitting in those grandstands with no shade was was a little spicy. We're but actually
0: getting a, a we're recording this on a day where we have a brisk like 25 30 mile an hour north wind right now nor'easter here it is the north wind in february march yeah can be absolutely dicey. the golf
1: course plays so much more difficult it was it was feeling a little uh it was starting to feel a little you know it still has bite and it's still firm and all that stuff but it was feeling a little domey uh in may you know feel a little like palm springsy kind of unless you had like weird weather blow in where except whereas, for the Ken Duke except for the it. Ken Duke exactly uh but that's a day where you had you know he had this wind pick up but uh but yeah 4 thir- four, and 4 13 is, I, I agree
0: uh 4 is basically you know it's it's a 300 and what, 360 yard par 4
1: yeah maybe a little longer from the back but yeah. from the um, kind of resort tees is but issue you yeah.
0: you got bunker all on the right mounds down the left and then creek and lake kind of jut in front of the green and um you know it's like a the green's pretty deep on the right side and then gets continually narrower as you get back to the left and a little bit more sloped as well um yeah it's just a really precise driving hole and fun second shot to hit um i
1: I think this is kind of you know anytime you talk about pete Dye, you gotta mention like three or four obligatory things and i think one of them is the the visual intimidation, right? And like These
0: Like, it's not a comfortable course. No, and so that's what I was
1: going to say is, like, you just mentioned. So from the tees we play, it's probably 360. You have, if you hit a good drive in the fairway, you have, you know, 90 yards, 100 yards. It's a pretty simple wedge. You have actually, like, a lot of green to work with, but it's so...
0: You got the bulkhead like Visually
1: there. demanding It's all bulkheaded. It's just so, like, sharp and angular, like you said. You're so worried about, like, God... Okay, I I know it's it's eighty seven over this bulkhead, and like God, I'm I'm now all I'm thinking about is that eighty seven number, and like now I just uh cool, I just fatted it into the water for no reason. It's the first like that about happens thirteen times throughout the day.
0: That's a really fun hole to watch, guys. on, yeah. too. you can sit basically on the left side of the green and see the whole approach shot sit like on the bulkhead and watch guys spin it into that green or yeah. Um, Cause that's, that's something for me. Like it starts on one where er, no matter how many times I play the course on one down the right side, like your, your eye is drawn to the end of the fairway bunker on one down the right side. And you're like, all right, cool. If I cover that and then you get up there and you're like, why why didn't I just hit it 50 yards left? There's no fairway over (laughs) that. It's it's actually worse than being in the bunker. There's these, there's these massive grass bunkers up there and you're like, I just need to hit it down the left side and, like, make an easy par and get the hell out of here. Yeah. And then two, you know, two is a uh, kind of just a tricky little par five.
1: Yeah, you have to hit either—some of the pros now can, like, bomb driver over the trees, which is concerning, <laughs> to, to say the least. Uh But theoretically, you got to hit—you have to hit a draw. Like, if you've if you got anything that's cutting— like either you got to start it so close to those trees on the left, or you're probably going to be in that right rough with just like a absolutely horrible, horrible angle in from there. But if it's a, it's another one. where It's like man, if you just execute a pretty simple drive, like you easily can get there in two. Everybody in the yeah. tournament can get like there in it's two. Like simple, not easy. Yeah, you know? and uh, but there's just so much going on around that green too that you got those weird moguls and stuff. And and one thing,
0: well placed bunker up there. Yeah,
1: and one thing too. I know you know to get you riled up is uh the way it plays now I played it uh, a couple a couple weeks ago now and the way it plays with that with the overseed rough is so like the overseeded rye or, or whatever it is is so different than playing it in like the summer Bermuda because in the summer you'd get you Those know flyer lies you get a flyer lie, you'd get like a velcro lie where like your ball around the green it just sinks and like it, it gets like birds nested around and it's like god I got a pretty consistent line. whereas like now with the overseeded overseeded rye like a everything looks very green which i think is kind of the point uh it all looks very green for tv but also it almost plays more like bent grass or something where it's a lot straighter plays super consistent and and is super consistent yes exactly and uh so i don't know that that's i don't know that kind of takes away some of the the fun uh watching somebody else play it like (laughs) me playing it i was like god this is kind of sweet i can I can really like chip the ball around here. And then I was like, wow, that kind of sucks for the tournament. Yeah. Whatever. Um,
0: To me, I don't love like five, six, seven are kind of six is cool. Six is cool. Six is really Um,
1: cool. Six used to be a lot cooler. They had the, that overhanging tree, which was like, so, uh, so like it was one of the last, um, I might think of another example, but I can't off the top of my head. It was like one of the last bastions of like quirk, on the golf course you know it was like this <laughs> apart from the fucking literal island green but this was uh it was a big overhanging tree uh that kind of overhung from left to right it didn't like completely didn't affect your shot like just pretend it's not there Just in stuff's weird shit in your but head, also yeah. you absolutely cannot pretend it was not there uh and i think uh, was it ernie ells i think hit it during the players one year it's just like it's this kind of thing that's like god that's so it's just so mean-spirited but also kind of awesome and so i think that either fell over or died or what got struck by lightning or whatever but they yeah, made a little and then they made a little bench out there's of the tree, trees up by cool. the
0: green there's trees that are on either side of the green those yeah. are
1: cool those are really you got that they're like dr seuss looking yeah palm trees just like super tall super skinny uh but they completely like if you're on the right side of the fairway like that that's one you know we'll talk about this a lot but like angles definitely matter at tpc sawgrass especially when it gets mega firm and just being in the fairway on number six is not the same as being on the left side of the fairway on number six because you get in that right side and like cool yeah you're in the fairway it seems like you got a great shot but like those trees if that if that's a front right pin like those trees will absolutely mutumbo your mutumbo your ball i believe ricky's got a uh Ricky's still got a ball left yeah. up in one of those trees. I forget if that was on the tee shot or on the approach shot, but yeah, um, he still got a ball left on number six somewhere.
0: And then yeah, seven and eight. Like you know, one of the things I always say is I, I it's one of the rare courses where aside from the par threes, um, which you know definitely play at least two of the four par threes play a lot harder from from the backs, uh, and then eighteen obviously. But like other than that, I would rather play the course from the from the tips. Than from the up
1: tees because that's because you drive the ball really well. I, I see why you narrow you're, yeah. up
0: at like, you know, off of off of the 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 one ups or off of the two ups like they, they they narrow up at like 260 to to the point where like I cool like I'm so much more accurate with my driver than I am with my three yeah. wood
1: or, or four iron. It's funny to hear you say that because the most fun I've ever had out there, I think is so, you know, I know I kind of shit on like the T, PJ tour employee uh, tea time situation ahead of time but one thing that you could do was like you could go out there after work which was great and i did that a ton with coworkers or just by myself or whatever where you know there was no tea times after five o'clock in the summer or something and you just go out and walk nine by yourself that was exceptional i did that a bunch and so one of the times like i think the most fun i ever had was i was playing with another buddy and i was like driving it horribly uh and i was like all right so for the last you know 12 holes or whatever like we'll play the white tees and no drivers are allowed. Like you only can play irons. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, this feels a lot more like
0: kind of cuts to the soul. Probably how
1: it plays for the tournament where it's like, I can, you know, with a five, six iron, like I can actually aim for the left side of the fairway or I can aim for the right side of the fairway or trying to, you know, lay back of a certain spot or whatever. Whereas from the back tees for me, it's just like, dude, you're wailing on drivers hard as you possibly can. And you've, like the control for a player like me is just not there. So, yeah,
0: yeah I think it is. Re- it's it's certainly more representative.
1: Yeah, you see a lot more of what it's about.
0: If you play, if yeah. you play a little up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, eight's just like, it's such a long, like, par three. Just and it, the
1: green used to be way more severe. I think they like softened that front left portion of the green a little bit. Um,
0: but yeah, I think. But s- if you're missing the mounds on the right, like you're five,
1: five, seven, eight, um, are just you know they're good like tournament golf holes i don't think they're anybody's favorite probably nine's a really good part five yeah uh with a the creek that kind of the diagonal hazard is always cool you know the the closer you play on the right like the shorter um the shorter you have to the run out but the better angle you have the more you play up the left like the more you're going to be blocked out but the more room you have like all, all that kind of stuff um 10s another one that's you know, it's not totally my favorite, but it's a cool, cool tournament hole kind of is one that like pinches everybody in to the same driving area. Uh, so the bombers don't, it kind of takes the bomber's advantage away. Whereas on 11, the par five is like cool bombers. Like, here you go, here's your hole. Um, so I think Sawgrass does a good job of that. It's one of the shorter courses on tour. Uh, but it also gives, it gives advantages to different people in different spots, which I think is. Is a cool, you know, the a par cool testament so to a golf good. course. Yeah,
0: totally. I mean, God, 9, 11, 9, 11, and 16 are, you know, three of the best, like, six holes on the yeah, course.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, um, 12, the drivable, part yeah. four, I don't know how you feel about we that We don't one. need
0: to go too deep into it. I just think it could be a lot better.
1: What would you do differently? Is that, uh, it's been, I, I think it's totally fine. It's not necessarily, like, doesn't stack up in my favorite kind of, like, top ten drivable It's just kind of par mind, fours. It's just kind it's, of mindless. It's to me, right?
0: Yeah. Where there's no. It's kind of a mindless shot. If if you are laying up, there's no. There's not really any strategy to it. Just get it out there to, to twenty. Yeah. Leave yourself to whatever your comfortable number is. Um, you know, and and it's not like you really need to come in from a certain angle or if you're, if you're, uh, re- like you're not rewarded for taking on the bunker a little bit more or
1: the one thing uh, so they they obviously changed this after i left the pj tour and,
0: and they've changed it so many times to where they've changed it, it a couple keep times track of
1: it and so that that's where i'm at is the last time i played it i thought it, you know it was like t- it was fine like it's it's not i don't think it's bad i don't think it's great um but i haven't played it enough times to really have like a great feel on it and one thing is i think the slopes are so like the slopes are so gradual that it almost feels uh it feels like less dramatic, kind of washed out. Whereas I head. think there is strategy. Like I think it all does, if I'm remembering right. Like I think it all kind of does feed kind of like front right to back. Left it does
0: sort of. But if you're but if you're coming so in I, with a wedge, if you're coming out with a 58 degree wedge, yeah, and, it know, probably doesn't matter quite yeah. as much.
1: Whereas I think a lot of the other drivable par fours that we love have greens that are a lot more dramatic and a lot more like obvious as to what the strategy is. So I, don't, I don't, I'd be curious to hear like a tour player's perspective on that but as a you know as a 6 handicap like I, it's whatever it's fine yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't really Did make you think like the hole much. before? No, the hole was shit before. It was like a horrible uh it was like a mid-length it was it was yeah. to the tour's credit like it was the worst hole in the course so, I think. It was just like no thinking kind of like semi-blind par 4 that uh like was kind of semi-blind for like no reason um it's not like there was any real like strategy or intrigue to it, it was just kind of like hit it here and then hit it here there wasn't wasn't really much to it so i'm glad they changed something and i i do think it's an improvement but it's kind of whatever
0: we talked about uh 13 earlier
1: 14 is a big boy like tournament golf hole as well
0: and really you know obviously <laughs> part of the reason you're out there is to is to see <laughs> see, see where tournament this is going stuff and you know yeah it, it's obviously the spot of uh the cavalier drop. It's you know kind I thought cavalier.
1: his drop was a little cavalier. Yeah. Shout out to Brandle. shout out to Casey Wittenberg, yeah. shout out to of course. It, I mean it cat. is it
0: is a tough driving hole, but um
1: it is. And it's that's one that like you always get gnarly wins. and it's just that is uh it's kind of the last. I mean 18 of course too, but that's 14 is a it's a really good par on a on Sunday afternoon. Fifteen is sure.
0: a tough driving hole too. It is, but uh, it's just
1: yeah, it's just shorter and kind of. There's there's I feel like you there's you just see a lot a more guys make birdies there than where, 14.
0: You know, I have to take it up the left side, right? Like you know, not especially if you're playing from back. You got to right. take it up the left side. I've talked to a bunch of guys about this, and every time I every time I hit a proper drive, there it 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 lands in the fairway, and then there's these little rolling mounds that kick it directly left yeah way into the woods into the pine straw yeah i know from I'd... from 10 yards in in the fairway and
1: it's just a massively uncomfortable tee box also like being out there the last time i was out there it seems like i don't know if they've gotten worse or if i just didn't notice it but there's some trees that are like really again like really mean-spirited to the 20 handicaps like there's no tour players ever going to hit this tree that's overhanging the tee boxes but like you know the insurance dude who just spent six hundred dollars uh to go play this golf course like yeah he's gonna pop one up right in that tree and it's gonna plop right down yeah. into the water for anybody it's a draw for no reason like yeah that that they could they could uh clean up some of the trees there
0: uncomfortable but, second shot is that green for whatever reason yeah. the way it sits it's, it's i can never it always messes with my depth perception
1: yep uh um, and that's where i believe uh you know again shout out to randy here but that's i think where ricky's uh Ricky's run started in whatever year that was, 2015, I think. Uh, birdie 15, eagled 16, yeah. birdie 17, birdie 18 to get into the playoff. So uh, that was awesome, man. People, yeah. that, that's that was that was really cool. Go back and watch that telecast again. If you we can. talked
0: about so then this is the part of the round where you hit a brick wall <laughs> as yeah. far as pace of play. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, not that the not that the rest of it was slow, but it is. You know, you got it. It starts to back up. You know, th- that, that approach into s- the drive on 16, the approach into 16, and then, uh, and then you get to 17, which, you know, Rory obviously says the walk is, you know, you know it's
1: 50 to a hundred feet too long, you know?
0: Um, <laughs> and, and it, like, it always cracks me up when you get over to that little corner of the property too, because they've got tour
1: groups. Oh yeah. <laughs> the red, the red coats are out there. Out on the, uh, oh.
0: they take them out in these, in these, um, you know, extended golf carts basically. And you go out and you and so sometimes you'll have people taking pictures you know, you're hitting the shot just in watching the your group yeah, yeah. totally
1: which I, again like that's why you're there fun, right yeah. like that's why that's why you show up and so uh, again like I know this is so it's so cheesy but anybody who's played there I I promise would agree with me or or at least felt this is like when you're walking up 16 fairway and you come around the corner after you hit your tee shot you come around the corner and like you see 17 green for the first time like it's, it's yeah. so fun. Like that, I don't know. I still, I can't decide, you know, for you, whether the money is worth it or not, but if it is worth it, like that's the moment that kind of like makes it worth it for you.
0: It's, it's interesting on this part of the course too, where it's, it's always in a constant state of either being torn down or built up. Yes. As yeah, as far as true. All the, you know, all you got all the hospitality along, uh, I think it's like the captain's club or whatever, along the right side of 16, kind of between 16 and 18 there. And you've got all the hospitality along the left and back of 16 green all and then wrapping all the way around 17,
1: which that's another good spot. I think they they added all that as hospitality over the past few years. But even like the first couple of years I was there, I don't think there was any hospitality like left of 16 green because that was like public viewing. Like that's the best place to sit almost. I, I would say there because 16 you can see T's sick too. 16 tees guys like
0: yes take the angle
1: seeing like the first time I think I it was Brooks like I've always seen like okay cool you like rope a draw around the corner uh like Bro- and Brooks and Rory seeing yeah. Brooks and Rory go like up top over the trees left I was like oh my god the ball goes really that, far and, and, and
0: with with like a high cut yes like, it's oh, like oh my god it's
1: unr unreal uh, but, but yeah, as far as like best places to sit for the tournament, I think left of 16 T is really cool because you can watch players hit in the green and then you can kind of see what's going on on 17 or 17 T or like 17 green But like away from where everybody else is yeah. almost over by like 16 fairway You yeah. know, what I mean like you can kind of there's like a little sliver where there's no hospitality over there Where you can see 17 green and we depending could be where totally the, wrong they Depending made, where the pin is and now. yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure there's not gonna be less hospitality yeah. this year the uh it's it's
0: but it's just always interesting because you'll be playing in let's say you're playing in uh, so the tournament's in March now if you play in June or July which it, I don't know you know it's a million degrees and humid and hot they're almost all the way taking everything down and then you know you play August and then September <laughs> they start building it back up so so the stuff is only down for yeah. Maybe maybe eight to ten weeks. Which is our then,
1: whole thing. Like why don't you build like permanent structures?
0: I, and I guess they they change it up so and they need the flexibility and it's more cost efficient just I to guess. just to do it. And yeah. then, um but there are certain spots where I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you just build a permanent structure? Well,
1: so this goes back to the commissioner for a day pod too, but one of the ideas floated by you know yours truly. Your <laughs> by yours truly Tron Carter. Uh yeah, like this idea of building almost like a like a and maybe it's just one. You don't have to do this with all the hospitality, but something that's almost like a like a lodging kind of part there that you could almost rent out for like buddies trips or well, for players who are for, working
0: with their coach who's there. Yeah,
1: do like a a little like kind of cabin almost type thing back there uh with all this like hospitality space around it. Like, God, that'd be so cool. Um and then yeah, so let's
0: talk um do you have do you have a, do you have any great memories on 17? personally
1: um i mean honestly i i gotta give a shout to solly last time we were playing there uh we were we we're kind of joking around and we're like all right anybody who makes an ace like you have to jump in the water
0: i was on the instant story yeah.
1: straight up have yeah. to jump in the water no excuses let's just all agree to it right now and i hit a shot that was like right at the pin like i for a split second i'm like oh my god like Fuck that's in like i'm gonna have to jump in the water and it wasn't it had a bunch of like left to right spin The pin was back middle and so there's like that shelf there, you know They always put the pin kind of back right for sunday Um, so there's a big shelf there that like if you hit it just on the right side of the middle of the green It's gonna all kick down to that right pin Um, which is where mine hit and it was like 35 feet which coincidentally it made the putt for Birdie. but uh, solly hit it to inside like inside a foot i think or inside two feet it was like foot and a half and like there was no way when this thing was in the air there's i was you could have convinced me like dead to right give me your cell phone solly was already like taking steps towards the water we're all like yeah that's for sure in and it like landed we knew it was going to spin just a little left to right it landed you know three feet left of the pin uh spins left to right and it was just it was a Foot short and uh, so anyways that was probably the best shot i've seen there Um, but yeah a couple birdies nothing uh, nothing Exceptional no real fireworks for me a couple say, couple same, eights, same you know, deal. I uh Do you remember the first time you played it? Did you hit the green?
0: I did yeah I was actually I was playing with you and luke and oh, yeah, uh, Hugh Botter, I think yeah Um, no, actually you know what the first time I played it was in uh was in, Like junior golf there was a Southeastern junior tour event down there and that was that was always the shocking part like back in the you know, early two thousands, you like before any of the renovations, you you come down and it would be in, like the worst shape in the middle of summer. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, those days seem to kind of be over. Yeah, although we've we've heard some whispers that you know when they're getting it, when they're doing some tournament prep and getting ready to overseed and all that stuff, like the greens are. Oh, we've heard like, heard I mean, some pros that are like honestly like I'm gonna go start putting at Jack's Beach just to like that to keep my game sharp because so the let's greens get are 18, so slow. So I want to talk a little bit about yeah you know
0: so. Yeah, I think my best memory is just watching Zach rinse three balls in the water. Oh there. god, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Standing on the on, on 17 on that tee with yeah. him.
1: That was sick. He uh so Zach Blair was he was a couple shots outside the cut line. He was
0: uh, he was like right on it. And, and so he
1: was like really grinding really grinding to make the cut at the players. This was probably 3 years ago, something like that. And uh played a great back 9, just like didn't miss a shot and he's like rolling in birdies and kind of like pointing to us in the gallery just like really starting to feel himself and we're all like oh my god he's gonna he's gonna make the cut he's gonna be here all week this is gonna be so fun and gets to 17 just like really vibing i think he just birdied 16 and yeah three balls in a row in the water and it was like a very tin cup situation but he'd already missed
0: the cut at that point you know after he hit the first one in the water he's like all right like i'm you know i'm i'm I'm, 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 I'm like i'm on the outside looking in and i'm gonna hit this fucking shot <laughs> yeah
1: and so everybody else who had missed the green that day so that's kind of the big Decision, right? It's like you can either go to the drop zone or you can you can refire. No thanks on the drop. The the drop zone zone is petrifying. It's so scary because it's like seventy yards, eighty yards, but it's you. You feel like the green just shrunk. You know, to one third of its original size when you're over there. It's just that's and somehow
0: every time I play that hole or watch guys play it in the tournament, it is right in between clubs. No matter totally. where the pin is, yeah. no matter where the tee is, it's always, like, right between a nine and a pitching wedge or yeah. right between a pitching wedge and a gap wedge. And
1: you got, like, all the f- – one thing that the players does uh, that's really cool, and I don't know how intentional it is or or whatever, but you have all those – there's a million flags up on the hospitality. Um, so all these guys are just, like, standing there for – it. the, the tee box, understandably, like, it takes forever during the tournament because guys are just – Staring at those flags, well, trying to flags, figure out what the wind is. But the, the but the flags, flags are sometimes going in different directions. By, yeah, behind the green and yeah.
0: up, you know, up along 16 fairway. And there's this big TV tower that's always up there, like 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 a big satellite tower. And that flag is always going about 45 degrees different angle yeah. than the other ones. It's unreal that are, that are back left of the t And um and so that you know, so I think hopefully with March, like one of these years, we are gonna get just a We're gonna wild get wind, some wind yeah. and it's going to be carnage it's yeah. going to be sick.
1: I think you know to your your other question but just any other uh great memories on 17. I think again like we keep talking about the tournament but that's such a big part of the place is as a fan uh just like sitting there with like if you have two friends there excuse me if you have two friends there and it's like everybody picks one person in the group and you bet dollars on like who's going to be close to the pin. I mean I could do that for for six yeah. hours and have done it for six hours God, which is Big play right exactly our, our, uh,
0: And then yeah 18 I, I mean That's an exhilarating drive it is
1: yeah It's another it's another like big boy Tournament golf yeah. hole you know it's It's uh, the drive is the, Claustrophobic The craziest part is like
0: I last time I was out there pummel the drive Just crushed one I still had like A buck 80 and, Yeah oh for sure you know And and then and then you got all that those Mounds up the right It's for such a deep green.
1: Yeah for as uh Terrifying as the and maybe just because I hit a cut like I don't I don't hit it in that water Super often, but you're in those right. trees. I'm in the right (laughs) trees a lot, but i'm not losing balls a lot there, but the uh For as intimidating as the tee shot is like the second shot is way harder to me I feel like because the the green is so it feels so narrow, but it's really not it's again it's all visual, but because you have those like moguls short right especially if the pins back it feels exactly it feels so narrow you've got the harsh water lines on the left and really like if you get anything moving right to left on that green especially depending on the wind is doing like it can absolutely run off into the water it's just i don't know man i I think the easiest way to sum this up is like it it is a proper tournament golf course it's it's really great for the best players in the world
0: so as far as conditioning goes because i think this is if you you know if you ever do want to go play it at least with the current You know, for the next three or four or five years, is is, you know the current management in place as far as conditioning goes. It is with the overseed they, 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 they overseed it in October, which it's like that. So this is the most frustrating part about it all. They overseed it in October, which October through March here is the nicest time of the year. It's like golf season, which is you know everybody else's golf season flipped on its head. Basically. It's, it's almost like we live in the Southern Hemisphere as far <laughs> as everything being really nice. So the fact they close the course for, I don't know, a few weeks, a month in, in October and then basically have to dump water on it 12 hours a day all winter to get to get all the ryegrass to take. So if you play it at any time in, you know, November, December, January, it's still it's soaked the grass isn't really coming yet. It's kind of, it's stuck between release patterns. Sure, And then, and the greens are so slow. And basically they just keep watering it. And then they, they have the sub airs on mm-hmm. all the time. And it just, just pulls the water down through the roots. They're trying to get the greens firmer and firmer, but they're saying the way to do that is to water it and make the root structure deeper. Um, You know, and, and then, and then after the tournament, it's, you know, then, then they have to have, the rye burn off during the summer, so it's, so then it's stuck between release patterns again uh, from March to June, essentially. While you know, as it gets hotter and, and everything, and in, really, it's like the the semi dormant Bermuda is so good, yeah, when it plays like that. And now it's like, all right, it's it's a you know, it's just like it, it plays a lot more like it's you're it's manufactured, it's in a dome, and I guess it that matches to the the. The look of the course, the overall aesthetic.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Is like if you're if you're going to sum it all up in one sentence, like the place is built for the tournament. It's it's artificial. All and it and it is. But uh, one thing I do want to say about the the Players Championship, and I think you'd echo a lot of this, is it is totally plastic. It is totally manufactured, uh, but also like I completely love it sometimes that's a good
0: thing <laughs> yeah like made for tv it, it made is for exactly
1: you know, um yeah i mean i think they've done
0: a great job with it if yeah it could could we do you know without the some of the thirst and the inferiority complex to the majors or wanting to be a major yeah of course like just be the best version of yourself
1: mm-hmm. um it's not good advice just you know for <laughs> for everybody <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly um no but I, I think also it's it's um you know it, it's just one of those things where like going in with the with the mentality of it, like you said it's it's about the tournament and you know it's not geared towards the experience while you're there as yeah. far as like you know like you, you can it no free ads but like cool like when you go to the halfway house there like the they're, they're Proud partners are... Yeah. Idiot. You can have a you, cold McUltra. Yeah, exactly. You can, you know,
1: some Grey Goose vodka. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. a white belt experience. I'm sure you can sign up for an Optum, Uh, you know, yeah. uh, whatever the fuck Optum does. I'm not really sure. Uh, But, all right. So, that, that's that's kind of, I feel like we covered the golf course kind of souped nuts there. Do you want to, a uh, couple yeah. of our categories we like to do. You want a favorite hole? Did we kind of touch on it already? Yeah, four for me. Four. I'm going to say 16. I mean, it's just, again, I know yeah. it's obvious, but that's fine. Uh, Honorable mentions? You want to go? You want to start?
0: Uh, yeah, I'd like give an honorable mention to nine. Like it's a just a great golf hole. Such a small green, um, really cool spot to watch during the tournament as well.
1: I feel like every year someone also kind of like hooks a three wood into the the like Neverland over there, like way left, and makes like a an eight. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that because that's always obviously quite a thrill. Uh, I'm gonna give an honorable mention to uh, a shout out to the uh, the. Blue cheese kettle chips in the uh, in the clubhouse. That's, uh, you know, a, a great post-round snack. Great kettle chips, blue cheese, balsamic. They actually
0: always have pretty good beers on draft. They, they do. They, they got a good Bloody Mary, too. E- exactly. Um, I'll give you a shout-out to the food uh, set-up during the tournament over kind of between 12, 15.
1: The, top, the food trucks and stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, and this is kind of what I mean. Good. Is like I, I think. The tournament is—it's taken a while, and some of it has been very thirsty Augusta chasing stuff. But I do think the tournament reflects a lot of. It's hard to put like North Florida on a global scale. A lot of times, you know what I mean. Like, think about the most popular things to come out of Jacksonville, Florida, and it's like Leonard Skinnerd and Limp Biscuit and uh, you know Mark Brunell. <laughs> and the and the jags and it's like man it's not a super inspiring list i don't think people have a, a real high regard for uh our part of the country and i think the players has done a good job of making it feel both like a really fucking big event i think every golf fan like would agree it is you know whether you think it's a major or not obviously it's not but if you you know whatever you think there, like it is a really big event. It's a global like world-class event, but also when you're there on site, like it feels like you're in North Florida, right? It's a celebration. Of the yeah. Local, yeah. And so I, I do want to commend, commend that because I, I, that's a hard balance to, to strike. And I think they do a good job with that.
0: I'd also like to give a shout out, just talking about local stuff. Um, they recent, they said, so one of the issues down here with a lot of golf courses is the water. It's very, uh, harsh. It Salty saline water. So they are drawing, I don't know what the term is. It's from, you know, it's the best water you can get that's not potable. So it's like treated water, but not all the way there. So they've worked with St. John's County.
1: It's the mega reclaimed water. Yeah.
0: They work with St. John's County to, ba- and, you know, as, and I say this as we're like depleting our aquifer here too. <laughs> um They work with St. John's County to, they put in the system that, yeah, you know, it's like five hundred thousand gallon tank, and, and this is all public records stuff, um, <laughs> which you know you can you can you can dig this up. Sure, um, five hundred thousand gallon tank, UV treated, a first like first of its kind anywhere in the world, and they're like so they're they're, they're using this technology that like nobody has ever used before. And I'm like so, yeah, there's gonna be some kinks. So they've you know, a they've had some issues with the water being. You know, it's still too harsh, or it's still especially for the amount of water that they're using and how much, you know, the Bermuda grass is a little bit more Tolerable, tolerant yeah. to that to than the ryegrass. But they've had some they've had some issues with fecal matter, really, <laughs> water, of late. Yeah,
1: man, you're plugged into this stuff. Yeah. I had no idea
0: infrastructure, man. Wow. So
1: well, that's like the definition of why the honorable mention category was uh, yeah. created here. I don't know where else that was going to fit into the conversation. Some,
0: so let's just say, some of the readings have been coming back. Quite high, sure. In okay, some well, of the uh, bodies of water over there.
1: More, uh, more on that story as as it develops. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, been
0: a, it's been it's been kind of a crisis. I can't, <laughs> oh, I can't with the with the county and trying to get this really? thing fixed and the contractors. Oh, oh, yeah. all right. yeah. I,
1: I got to dive into that. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I can't really follow that up with uh with too many more. I'll give a you know we mentioned it up front. I'll give another honorable mention to the the Dive Valley Course. Yeah, um, it is a cool second golf course. They used to have the what was probably the nationwide tour championship, maybe the web.com tour for a couple of years. They used to have uh, their tour championship out there. Not the um, one year it
0: rains so hard. <laughs> it's one that
1: like, do you talk about what we were saying with uh, the Bermuda grass rough, like playing that golf course the week before the tournament, or, or even I think I, I caddied for a buddy during like a practice round out there during the tournament. And it was terrifying, like missed the fairway, like hack out, mm-hmm. hack out rough, which you just don't, See in Florida very much because it's not
0: necessarily. There's some easier holes like there. You can take a you can take a little break on Die Valley, but there's not like there's some there's also some holes. Can't remember which hole it is. Par four with the water all down the right. Yeah, like long par four with all and like yeah, like you can also make like a fifteen there. Yeah, you know, um, and the the back's a little bit more contrived. You've got yeah, it's a little more residential elevation. Yeah, they like pushed all this dirt up on one of the greens. Right. Um. But yeah, that's a great great change of pace like for my money like if i'm paying i'm 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 paying whatever it is to play that one hundred and fifty dollars instead of 450 or 500 yeah i think the whole thing after you've played sawgrass one
1: you know i think exactly and that's what that's i think the key distinction everybody the reason i think we wanted to do some of these crash course pods is like because people reach out a ton on i'm going to the city where should i play and should i is sawgrass worth the money blah 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 and the only thing i would say to that is a it is like completely personal preference if you don't get a thrill out of like walking where the pros walked and hitting the shots you see on tv or having a greater appreciation appreciation for watching the tournament every year like no you are not going to have a good time don't do not go play it but if that stuff's important to you like yeah maybe go do it once it's it's worth seeing and so i think that brings us to our closing question the five years from now question which it probably has been five years from now since we uh played it for the first time but what uh you know the the point of the question is like 5 years from now what thinking back on your rounds there what do you uh? what are you really going to remember
0: how did ken duke shoot sh- 65 <laughs> the, that day.
1: the the greatest round in the history of the pj tour yeah. i'll i'll say i think it it really like as trivial as it might seem it all comes back to like 17 i think the feeling you have the first time you play it oh my god am i going to hit the green because that you know everybody that you know you know that knows you're playing there that day the first question they're gonna ask you is like oh my god what'd you do on 17 and so just like having a good answer to that question and
0: like, yeah i bladed it over the green and i was on that <laughs> back bank but like i birdied 16 however oh, they really, don't care. yeah no, i don't care about that yeah, yeah.
1: so I, I think that's what sticks with me but anyways well this was a longer one but a lot to say on tpc sawgrass the hometown uh yeah the hometown venue
0: love it love it uh, enjoy the players <laughs>